So maybe I'll start over with this podcast, give it a give it a rebirth because it's era of Rosh Hashanah, it's the evening of Rosh Hashanah, the new year. Time to end and time to begin. And uh, yesterday, yesterday it was Shabbos and I had a I had an Ashkenazi dream. I felt my soul connected to not just <laughs> not just the souls of my ancestors, but yeah, all my ancestors. So I uh, I had had a a difficult day the day before. One of my neighbors has an essential oil diffuser. And uh, I don't know why exactly that the walls of my apartment are so uh, permeable, or maybe that's just the nature of, of walls. They are ultimately not real barriers. My entire apartment all day long was filled with the overwhelming, with it, with with a cloud. It was enveloping, engulfing, and then it became complete of spearmint, spearmint, peppermint, all day long got all the windows open. It's nice out anyway. Windows, fan, the exhaust fan on the stove, multiple air purifiers. It's a lot to breathe in. Volatile oils. So that was Friday and then Shabbos morning I decided to go for a walk not sure if I was going to go to my friend's house for the afternoon meal because I just was not feeling great emotionally. But I decided to go for a walk. And I ran into an old friend. We never plan to spend time together. We just run into each other in the neighborhood. A young man, (laughs) young man, around 10 years younger than me. I've known him. I mean, he's not the kind of friend that, you know, I leave town and we stay in touch. He's the kind of person that I'm always happy to see when I run into him. So, uh, yeah, for 20 years, 20 years I've, I've known him. So I run into him and, uh, you know, we're just talking in the middle of a major thoroughfare. He's trying to convince me to go into Shoal, go into the, the big, the big, the big one on the corner and go say, go say hi to this person and go say hi to that person. They'll be so happy to, to see, just, you know, he's just giving me some instruction. 
<laughs> and he asked, we, you know, we're talking about different things, and he's asking me uh, about my apartment, and anyway, we're just talking, and suddenly I realize I'm very hungry. I had eaten a little before I left the house, but not much. I had a little bit of challah with raisins and an apple. I eat a lot of apples these days. But I was hungry. I was real, real hungry. And he's, uh, he's telling me, well, and uh, I'm going to try not to use any other terminology here. I'm just speaking plain English. So the... So the, mo- the, mo- the morning service, because there's three, morning, afternoon, and evening. So the morning service was just about over. And he's uh, telling me, because there's, a, so after, after the morning service, there's this little uh, ritual, ceremony, blessing over wine, and then people eat. So there's, a, there's a, a wine blessing, and there's a bread blessing, and then there's a meal. But at a, at a synagogue, the, the, you'll have at least that. You'll have the wine, you'll have the bread, you'll have the challah, and usually a, a snack, sometimes a full meal. It kind of depends. Maybe it's a special occasion, and there's more going on, but... So there, there's the ritual element, the, the spiritual part, and then there's the food. I guess that's Jewish life in a nutshell, right? The spiritual part and the food. So he says to me, well, you know, it's a Jewish neighborhood, you know, there's, there's, there's lots of options down this one street. He says, well, everyone's, everyone's making Kiddush now. We can, we, can, we can get you some food. We can get you some food. So I said, okay reluctantly because I don't really want to I'm feeling you know I'm not in this great mood I'm, I'm feeling kind of shy I just I don't want to deal with new people and and it's separate the men and the women sit separately which is I like there's a sort of um, like people who grow up uh, religiously in religious life there's a comfort there's a comfort they have with all the rules which is very appealing to me. There's a comfort with the separation. So in a way, it's like less of a separation because it just, it is what it is. It doesn't have some, there's like an intensity that's not there, which is appealing to me. Anyway, so, so it's a new little synagogue. Like it's, there, there's a lot of you know old ones here and it's very, very simple and, often a lot of kids running around so it's like simple and, and dirty you know and like picnic chairs instead of real chairs and they're just it's very um homey i guess in the good ways and the annoying ways and he uh so i, I can't even figure out where the women's section is because i've never been in there and it's a little bit of a maze. It's this, it's this narrow maze, staircase upwards, staircase downwards. I go, because he goes to the men's and I'm like looking for the women's. I, I don't know how we got separated, but we did. We get separated and then 
And then he comes out, he comes and finds me. He's like, okay, this way. He's like, did you find it? Okay, so then, so he leaves me there and then walks through the women's section to the men's because there's just, just a partition, you know, you can easily walk through. You know, it's not a thing. To me, it's a thing, right? I mean, I grew up in, in, in a religious home, but not in a religious home to the extent of when we went to go pray, you know, men and women would pray together. But religious in the sense of holidays and the Sabbath and keeping kosher. So there, there's all these, that's a, sorry, okay, I have to, I have to cross, I'm a little distracted, I have to cross the street because there's a strange, there's a strange scene ahead, which I, I don't want to be part of, I don't want to run into that. Okay. So we figure it out. I'm sitting there. We're, they're ending a little late. So, gosh, you know what, you guys? Okay, I'm going to finish the story, but I'm just thinking how I haven't been to the park in a long time. And the last time, the last time I walked in the park, I saw a man hit his dog. And I haven't been back since. It was so upsetting. And all spring and for a part of the summer, I was walking in the park. And that was the only time anything like that ever happened. But it was so awful. But maybe that's what I'll do now. I have time before my, uh, I have a tarot student this morning. I have a lesson to give that I wanted to walk before that. By the way... My, my, my classes will make you more intuitive. They will make you psychic. As I write about in my book. So, okay. So, at one point I just get frustrated. Because it's not time yet. I can't eat yet. I feel just uncomfortable. I, I just feel uncomfortable. So I leave. <laughs> and I, uh, I just go downstairs and I'm thinking, it'll be a couple minutes. You know, he'll... Or I'll wait a couple minutes. I wasn't thinking that he was checking up on me. I wasn't thinking that he was going to be looking for me. You know, peeking through the partition. Uh, seeing how I was doing. Making sure I ate. I wasn't thinking that at all. I was thinking, okay, he, he went to do his thing. And, uh, and that was it. But no, he comes downstairs and wants to know what's going on. <laughs> it was very sweet, actually, to be looked after. It was very sweet. And then he, uh, all right, so then I went back. He's like, come on, they're almost done. They're almost done. You can eat something. You said you were hungry. Come on. So I go back in. It's almost over. Okay, finally. So long story short, what was supposed to happen, happened. The, the, the ritual, the blessing, and then the food. And th this is the main point of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I didn't know. I, I mean, I, I, I didn't know. I thought maybe I was just going to have some crackers. Because you don't know, you know? Sometimes it's, it's a full spread, and sometimes it's crackers. You don't know on any given day. Little did I know that we stepped into an Ashkenazi dream. All the food of my childhood, 
all the food of my early 30s. All the food. It was heaven. It was heaven. It was a dream. And these women, mostly older women, older meaning probably my age or older. There was one young unmarried girl. But the other ones were my age or older. And finally, like, it's not just crackers. There's just plates. And so it turns out that the rabbi had a, uh, it was the anniversary of his wife's death. And I think there was another, there was another, the day was important for another reason. So there, tray after tray. So first, (laughs) okay, I'm trying to do long story short or get to the best parts. God, I haven't been in the park in so long. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, you guys, because the the park, the park was my home spring 2022. I walked so many miles here every day as early as I could. And the best day was the day of the mist. See, this is also why I hope... Oh, see, this is also why I don't want to go in the park. Now, now there's a sign that says wanted for assault. Like, something's happened to this place over the last, uh, since I stopped going here, something's happened. Oh. It would be really great if men could stop assaulting people in parks. That would be really great. Really good job. Okay, so where was I with my story? So it was a dream. There's a lot of people here. It was a dream. It was an Ashkenazi dream. And I'm sitting at this long table. There's, and there's not that many people there in the women's section, like five or six women. And this woman looks at me very seriously and she says, do you like gefilte fish? And it was music to my ears. I thought to myself, I've never been asked such a beautiful question in all my days. And she, she asked it so innocently, too. Do you like gefilte fish? I said yes. Even though, you know, that, that's a podcast in and of itself. That topic. And how there actually are, believe it or not, there are some ways... Uh, there are some ways wherein it's not gross. It is possible. It is possible to get a good, a good uh, chunk of gefilte fish. It's, it's, I've had it, believe me. Sometimes it's because it's homemade. No, it's not the gelatinous stuff in the jar. Anyway, so that's how it began with the food and the conversation. So at first there were dips uh, and uh, egg salad and 
tuna fish and crackers because they're this is another whole long story but they're not actually going to have or we didn't have bread at this meal they're, they're, this was would have been considered more like a snack than a meal which is kind of crazy because it was a meal but bread in Jewish life holds a I want to say a special position but it's not just a position it's a kind of power there's a, a power to to bread so I'm eating, I'm an unfamiliar face, my hair is not covered, which means I'm not married. Someone says hi to me, you know, she asks me my name. When people meet you for the first time, when you're an unfamiliar face uh, in the neighborhood or at a even mildly friendly uh, synagogue, it's like an interview You know, not just your first name, they want to know your last name because they want to know if you're related to anyone that they know. Your work. At least no one asked me, uh, uh, I don't know, my rent or my, uh, my, my shoe size. But every other question, every, in terms of job interview type questions. So that's the cold food. That's the first course. And the dessert came out with that too, which I forgot to have, but I made up for that later at my friend's house. I had a little dessert. And then, and I thought that was going to be it. I thought, okay, I'm going to have this, this little slice of gefilte fish and a, and a bunch of crackers and I'm good. But no. Then there came out this, this huge huge tray of easily three different kinds of kugel including Yerushalmi kugel which I love it came late to me in life but and and kasha uh, buckwheat and those little those little bow tie noodles I guess they're not so little there was something else on that tray too. You know, I had said, I had said to my friend later. I, I I said to her, all the food was brown, all the except for the gefilte fish. All the food I had today was brown. And then, so not only that, but then there was a bowl of uh, cholent, which is a, a, you know, depends on where you're from in the world exactly what's in it, but. This cholent was potatoes and beef. And I had a little bit of that. I had a little bit of everything I wanted. But before I had that plate of the hot food, I don't know if it was the same lady or a different lady said to me, do you like kasha? I said, yes, yes, I like kasha. Now, it just so happens that there was a matchmaker, there was a shadchan at this table. And this, this point was, was brought up to me. Uh, there, was no, there was no secret about it. There was no secret about the fact that she was one and that I needed to know it and that a conversation should happen, which it did. 
Again, name, last name, my work, I should have a, a good sure. I should have a Shana Tova, I should, uh, you know, the, the New Year greetings, Kasiva Vechasima Tova, everything. Greetings, 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 blessings for a good year and a husband. A shidduch. My match. My soulmate, right? So I'm talking to her. I mean, she's sitting right across from me. I, I didn't want to escape. I was, I was, I was fine to have the conversation. She said, "I think this might have been the, it might have been the same lady who asked me if I liked kefilte fish and if I liked kasha." This might have been the same lady who then said to me, "I know a guy." I probably didn't say a guy. I know someone. Thinking of someone. But would you cover your hair after marriage? I said, yes. And then I, I, I had some stipulations. So I said, yes. And th- that's actually the truth. I would. But yeah, I was honest. I was in an honest mood. I said, you know what? I said to her and then another lady that I found out later is a, a bit of a, a, a big wig, so to speak. I said, I've kind of given up. Someone asked me how old I was. I didn't lie. I said, you look young. Her, she was in shock. She couldn't believe said I've, I've gi- I think I've given up and I, I this was just chit chat this was just a chit chat at Shoal but I, I said you know I when I was younger and I was dating you know in the life date when I was more religious and I was dating religious guys I, I said I said there's no way there's no way there's no and this is the truth whether it was religious or or non-religious there's there was zero chance of me having, I don't want to call it a healthy relationship, a relationship that, that could last. Like, and I said, now, now I, I think I could actually sustain, maintain, have, uh, have a little bit of capability. Oh, that's a very cute old dog. I said, now, at the, at this point, and I, I didn't go into specifics, you know, about therapy and stuff. I was like, now I could. But when I was younger, you know, the childbearing years and all that would have been impossible. And I, I did date, and I, I did have, there were people I was interested in and people that were interested in me, and it could have happened, but it didn't. So, so I have this long conversation, and on, on, on Shabbos, one of, there's a lot of things you can't do, a lot of things you're supposed to do, good things, you know, all kinds of things, but there, there's, a, there's a lot of things you're not supposed to do, including write. You can't write. You can think, but you can't write. And she says, I don't know if my memory is better or your memory is better, but, you know, so that we can get in touch later and she can have my name. And she tells me her name and we try to figure out, like, who, who do we know in common so we can get each other's name. And, and she tells me about this guy and some of his story. And 
my friend later said, why did she think of him? I, I said, I don't know. Now, I'm not telling you this. Um, <laughs> this is not a guess what, friends, I'm getting married story. That, that's not what this is. Although I am open. And I probably will get in touch with her at some point. I just liked the way that the conversation moved. I like the way it went from, do you like Kasha, to would you cover your hair? That made me very happy. And just to, to be around the food. I don't have a lot of family. But I have a lot of memories. Memories of my own and whatever is supplied to me just through my line. Epigenetics. Ancestral trauma. A plate. Uh, a plate of, of three kinds of kugel. A bowl of kasha varnishkas. It's not, it's not. A plate of kasha is not just a plate of kasha. It's far more. It's far more. So I was transported, yes. And I was looking at all these faces. I mean, and there were people who were a bit older and thinking they all survived COVID. A lot of people died in my neighborhood. There were sirens every day, multiple sirens every day. Constant funerals in my neighborhood, 2020. This one lady, I was telling my friend later, this one lady, after she finished her gefilte fish, she slurped the juice from the plate. She lifted up the plate to her mouth and she did, you know, she slurped it. She slurped the fish juice. It made me so happy. I, I told my friend this story later. I didn't give her name or anything. I don't even know her name, but I know her face. From the last 20 years, I know her face. And the kids, my friend's kids, was like, oh, gross. Made me happy, though. It was so real. You know, it was disgusting, yes, but it was probably, you know, compared to our plastic social media lives all the all the fakeitude out there it was the most real thing that i've seen in a long time this there was nothing fake here now the unfortunate thing is i got a terrible stomach ache later and it wasn't for my friend's food i mean i wasn't hungry by the time i got there i had a little bit of bread and that was all but something, uh, I have to keep my eating pretty simple these days. Something did not sit well. Probably be recovering for a day or so. Anyway, so that was yesterday. I, I, felt, I, I, I felt like I had made my debut in society, even though I've been making my debut in society for the last 20 years the unfamiliar face. Was I having a good hair day? Yes, I was. It wasn't so humid and it was kind of cool yesterday, so uh, 
it looked it looked uh, less wild than it might otherwise have and i was dressed appropriately Horse and pony show. So I'm finishing up my walk. Gonna go home. Sunday is usually a pretty uh, busy work day for me with students and clients. I will, after my, after my one-on-one sessions, I've got, got a fair amount of work to do before, um, before tonight, before the start of the holiday. I, you know, I remember uh, last year at this time, I was still fairly new in, in therapy. I think we'd been talking couple months since June maybe so June July a few months and I don't I don't know why exactly but I um for some reason I would use that language with him I would call it the holiday you know I wouldn't wouldn't call anything by name I remember uh, it was almost Sukkot, the, the third, the third of the of the fall holidays, Sukkot, the third of the fall holidays, and uh, I was uh, canceling a session so that I could go do holiday things. I was just calling it the holiday. Oh, because of the holiday. I think I, w- <laughs> I think I was expecting him to ask, "What holiday?" Even though I'm pretty sure he knew. All right, no. enough uh-uh. about that. No. People reprimanding their dogs. Well, I've got so many more stories. So many more stories about therapy, about the holidays, but uh, it's time to leave the park. Have I told you that I hate parks? I only spent so much time here last spring, and now when I'm, it's not the same. I don't need it anymore. There was a time when I needed this place. All right. You'll read all about it someday when the book comes out. All right, you guys. Talk to you later.